Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Bayo. Grab a chair, grab a blanket, grab a cot, grab a squat, you name it, grab it, let's go. Get you some water, some juice, some tea, coffee, some fruit drink. You know the deal, it's three o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Get your drink on. I ain't here to judge. <sighs> to some, this is going to be, if I be, it's a contradiction. To others, it's going to be, I see where you're going. To my three listeners, two may be on the same side, one may not. I think it needs to be addressed because it is sad to see, sad to be on the other side of that spectrum. It is um, really horrific and it's just, it's really, just really sad to see, right? And I want to talk about bullying in the spiritual community. Bullying, gaslighting. Talking down to people, making yourself feel grand while making others feel small. And then having people jump on the bandwagon because they're your friend. And let's be honest, no one wants to be on the end of that stick where you're getting talked about, slandered. You know, most people think about their money. Oh, I'm not going to make no money. I can't. Uh-uh, no. So they don't they don't say anything. They don't stand up for what's right. They don't um they don't do none of that. And then you have those that just automatically feel that, you know, they have to make you look bad in order for them to shine. You know, cuz they're followers. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't like her neither. And I don't and you you have this group gang mentality where they all look like a bunch of idiots to me. But hey, I'm not here to judge. I remember seeing a young lady do a reading on live and these women got on her live and started bullying her, telling her she can't read or she should not read. And her daughter and them, you know, spoke up for her. I also seen where <laughs> a whole fucking state came after me because I asked, well, someone asked me a question and I asked it and it was mainly white people, not even going to lie, mainly white people that thought they were going to cancel me. Then they went as far as adding another black woman on there, you know, to upseat me. Oh, this is her replacement. How can you upseat someone or come after someone when they already told you they wouldn't come back? They were done. <laughs> so that didn't make sense to me, but oh well. Then it was... Oh, well, she's a thief, she's that, just to make up lies, to fit their narrative. 
Then I was hating on gay people and I had my grandchildren threatened, my kids threatened, my life threatened. And, um, you know, everybody, when it comes to that, everybody hides in the corner, right? No, 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 uh-uh. But threatening our grandkids. Then it was the, um, we're going to threaten her, her uh, health and this and that, uh, her weight, her this, you know. It all fell on concrete. Nothing grew. In their minds, their small minds, it grew. But nothing grew. Didn't stop. Do I miss the friendships that I lost? No, not really. Not at all. I'm not even going to lie to you. Not at all. Not even a thought. Um, why? Because those weren't solid friendships. We had a business connection. And once that business was over, there was no connection. And I moved on. And I've done that to a lot of places. And it's okay. Um, you'll have people that will point their fingers at you and tell you you're wrong and you're cursed and because you don't want to follow them or you don't want to uh, think the way they think or you don't want to go over here because that's where they're going. Are you my guide dog? Are you my parent? Are you... And it's, it's bullying to an extent. And, you know, and it makes people fearful to speak up, to ask a question, to, you know, want to gain knowledge in fear of being exposed or in fear of being talked about, in fear of made, being made fun of. I mean, let's be honest, everybody don't know everything. There's things I don't know. And I don't have a problem with asking, hey, what about this? And we have become so jaded. Yeah, that's the word, jaded. So petty, so wicked. And we're spiritual people. <laughs> we are spiritual people. We gaslight others. We show I'm killing chickens. I'm about that life. Be careful. Ma'am, the first thing, the first thing when somebody tells me that, I tell you no lie. When they go, I'm killing chickens and, and all my enemies, I'm I'm taking you down. I'd be like, tell, is it rice with that? Or some gravy? <laughs> they put biscuits with that. <laughs> I'm lighting a candle on your ass. Your lights got off? You ain't pay your light bill? <laughs> That's the first thing I'm asking. Why you lighting all those candles? Your lights cut off? You ain't you ain't pay your light bill? No, I'm destroying my enemies. Well, they just hit the lotto. They just hit for a big number. Well, they just got married. What? What? Oh, you want their life to go great. Oh, okay. Oh, well, let's say that. Child, say that. You out here blessing people, fronting like you cursing them. Child, you blessing folk. What, what you doing? Stop it. I'm going to feed my pot. And the person they go after just 
uh, you no lie, hit hit big in the in the casino. Oh, you blessing people. Shit, put my name in that pot. <laughs> Who out here ever said that I'm blessing? Let me find out. Because folks want authority. They want to they want to show that they are stronger, better than you. And they, they have a point to prove. Well, get to the point. And those people, I got receipts on her. It's tax time. Sure is. January grade come. It's tax time. Sure. Shit might be true. Why you holding on to it? If you're holding on to shit that I did in 1990, I'm not the problem. You are. You have nothing else better to do. And trust me, I know people that hold on to shit from the 70s and 80s. Like, they screenshot the letters and the written stuff. I know motherfuckers that still holding on to messages that were in Yahoo and MySpace and um, Dolo or whatever it is. Mondo. Mondo, right? I mean, I'm like, do these apps still exist? <clears throat> you still holding on to that? Just in case somebody get funky. Man, erase that shit. Clear up your space. Why you holding on to all that shit? That don't make no sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Those people that moved on with their lives, they didn't even talk to you. I'm holding it. What you holding it on? What? What? Are you, what? Have, this shit, they already been exposed already. Why are you holding on to dead weight? Then the problem is not them, it's you. But to bully someone or even to make their way the right way. I tell everyone, there's a plethora of ways to get to the creator, to get to God. We all take our different roads. Your road may not be what I want to travel on. You might want to walk. Shit, I might want to ride on the scooter. I want to ride in a car. Like, there's plethora of ways and resources and information and networking and connecting to get to certain things. I don't have to just use you. I remember growing up, we had the 40 angels, right? It was me, Nisi, Michelle, um, Rhonda. Kathy, Shauna, Kim Cephas. It was a whole bunch of us. And it was cool. It was cool until they started with, you have to, Demetria. Like, we all had that wear the same outfit. Well, I didn't do it for two reasons. One, I didn't like dressing like anybody else. I thought that shit was retarded, for real. Two, my mom had a mortgage. She couldn't always get <laughs> the shit that y'all mother is paying $8. No shade, but y'all not paying that much. So, you know, and she got five kids and she has a working husband and she worked. So, yeah. Um, they, so I started, you know, that's when I started branching out, like going to other places. I would be in Brooklyn, I would be in the Bronx, I would be in Harlem, like I, I would be everywhere. And I remember this one time, no shade, 
we were all on top of the projects on the roof. And they were like spitting spitballs and, and looking in people's windows. Now, mind you, I'm hanging out in other boroughs. Like, we sitting around, we chilling. Some people were uh, going to different book um, lectures and shit like that. Like, for real. Like, I remember being over in Lauritan, hearing uh, so many people speak at bookstores, black bookstores. I remember going to the African Poetry Theater. Um, I remember going to the Jamaica Art Center. I remember going out to Harlem to, um, ah, man, that black bookstore. I remember going to Brooklyn, just different spots, just being around different people, different cultures, different, you know, the Rastafarians had it on lock on president. So I remember doing that. So one day I decided, you know, to hang out in the projects because it was certain days I'd go certain places. And if I had the money, like to be honest, then I'd stay around my own area. So we're up on this roof and they are whispering and making noises, but they're looking at the apartment. And for the life of me, I forgot the apartment they were looking at and just throwing like rocks and shit at it. And I remember sitting here saying, why the fuck are we doing this? Like, there's so many other things we could be doing. Why are we on somebody's roof? In my head, I'm like, why are we on somebody's roof doing this? And I became, you know, at first, the outcast. Because I didn't think the way they wanted to. I didn't, you know, dress like them. So I became the gossip, you know. And it was okay for me, even back then. Because, one, I'm not... What if I want to get up and be a red sort of day? Because red was my favorite color. Always have been. So, and y'all all wearing pink or yellow. Uh, no, I'm wearing red. So, that killed that right there. Secondly, we are doing some childish shit. Throwing rocks at people's windows. I'm over in Brooklyn sitting here reasoning with the Rastafarians. I'm over in Manhattan in a black bookstore, you know, listening to how, um, you know, how they consider us being three-fourths of a person. I'm over in the Bronx, you know, learning about different ways of worshiping different deities. Like, I'm all over, and I come here to be around my peers and... We're throwing rocks at windows. <laughs> that shit didn't make sense to me. But when I spoke up, it was, you think you're better than us. You're this, you're that. And, you know, so I got the silent treatment. But I, I didn't, it didn't bother me. But I'm telling y'all this story because recently, you know, you have people hit me up and they go, oh, this one said this and They'll post it and they'll got to talk about it. And I'm like, well, why is it bothering you so much? Is what they're saying true? Or is it touching the nerve? Why are you giving these people so much power? Okay. They, they said this. All right. And are you worrying about being exposed? I mean, like what? People... 
listen, people talk about people all day, but I understand the bully mentality, especially in the spiritual community. You know, um, recently I was sharing, you know, um, Rude Boys uh, live and they were like, you know, this person has been blocked because, or, you know, in other words, like somebody reported his page. I'm like, okay, wow. But when you have to go so hard to stop someone's light, or you assume you're stopping someone's light from shining, then the problem is not the person you're trying to stop. The problem is you. Because they don't think the way they do. They spirit talk to them the way they spirit talks to them. I remember when someone told me, your spirits don't talk to you. I said, okay. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I'm not going to tell you, okay, you know, like, oh, my God. So then you tell me how my spirit is supposed to talk to me. I didn't give them that. Then it was, oh, you're, you're difficult. You're always going to be difficult. Okay. And I moved to the back of the room. I don't need to be up here in the front. You're, you're sitting here making these people think like you think. That's, that's No, we're not doing that. I'm not doing that. Two girls came to me in a Misa. I'll never forget that shit. And they were like, you have to, because it happened in, in, in a series. <laughs> you have to take care of your, guard, your grandkids. You're going to have to take care of them because they're not being taken care of properly. My daughter do a great job. You have to take care of them. And the spirit said, you have to do it. Well, I turned around. I looked at the crowd. And then I looked at them. I said, first of all, go back up there or whoever it is that told you that. And tell them, I'm not taking care of nobody's kids. And tell them to give me a solution so that won't take place. How about that? And I sat down. Do you know everybody in the Misa, spiritual table, whatever you want to call it, it was a lot of, oh, who she thinks she is? Oh, you can't say that. Oh, how dare she? Disrespectful. I'm talking about the murmurings. But I will give it to Angel. Angel came out and said, she's not wrong. If you give her a problem, it better be a solution to it. You're right. And then he shared his story, how he went to a drumming and... They told him his mother was going to die. And he said, go back up there to Alofi and tell Alofi we need a, a remedy or something because I'm not ready for my mother to go. She's not sick. And everyone looked. And his godfather, Ibae, Crown uh, Ochosi, said, he's right. You can't come with a problem and then you don't give me a solution. That's not how that works. Stop bullying people. Stop trying to make people, you, you know, you want them as your fucking modern day slave and cash registers. No, you give me a problem. Give me a solution. Oh, in order for me to get the solution, I got to pay you six, seven hundred dollars. Oh, OK. Well, guess what? We both going to be without because if whatever happens and if this happens, I'm coming with a bat and I'm fucking you up. Now, I hope your spirits tell you that part or was that down in the fine print and you didn't read that. Yeah, OK. See, that, that's the crazy stuff that you have to convert to because 
people want to bully you and make you feel like you are, you know, you some idiot. No, 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 no. So the two girls were like, two girls that came, because it was this chick, you know, she just, oh, I'm so spiritual. When you walked in, I'm spiritual. I am here. Let it commence, because I'm so spiritual. I'm like, man, who the fuck are you? Are you initiated? Are you anything? No. I was born with this gift. Oh, okay. All right, we got you today. All right. Let me let me move to the side, because you're the great I am. And let me move to the side. Okay. I thought it was funny. I did. I, I thought it was funny, because now you're the great I am. Just yesterday, you were here trying to wonder if your man was cheating. But today, you know everybody's business. That's when that, that saying registered to me. And I said, oh, okay, now I understand. It's easy to pick up a magnifying glass. It's hard as hell to pick up a mirror. I can see all your shit, but I'm blind when it comes to my own shit. So, yeah. So, anyway. Two girls came to me. They, you know, was like, here, I want to give you these pairs and things like that. And I was like, oh, okay. I went to the ocean, did what I had to do, and that was it. Now, this lady comes, right? <laughs> I hate the group gang up. Because I don't like her. Everybody else can't like her. And I've never done nothing to this lady. And I don't even think I shared this story. I had a great love for her son and his wife. Man, they were so cool. Welcomed me in their home. Their kids were so amazing. But that group mentality of if you want to, if you want anything out of life, you got to follow what we say. I hate that shit. So every time I saw this woman, I would give her respect as an elder, as, you know, a person, just, you know, mad cool lady. At least I thought. But everybody wanted to kiss Amy's ass because Amy told them she would go up to the Amazon jungle and be with Yamaya in the wilderness, in the forest. And Yamaya would take her away for three months and she'd come back and she's this world-renowned reader because Yamaya took her in the forest. I said, ain't Yamaya the ocean? I'm telling you what my spirit says. No, this bitch is crazy. But it's not this story. That's down the line. This is about this woman and the gang bullying mentality. So <clears throat> she wanted to do a spiritual table of different people. And she was talking about it. And this is where I learned the lesson, too. I did. I learned this powerful lesson. And I was grateful that it came up in my talk because it's, it's true. So here I am, you know, I'm an eager reader. I'm new to the sector and, you know, the chitlin circuit. And I'm all excited, right? And she said, yeah, she was talking to someone else and I'm standing around there. You know, we all talking. And she was like, um, yeah, I'm going to have a table where, you know, I'm going to have different spiritualists. And, you know, we're just going to divine and we're going to help the masses. And I said, oh, wow, that's cool. Can I come? She said, no. You're not welcome. That shit hurt at my heart. But that's what I got in front of everybody. She said, no, you're not welcome. I said, oh, okay. All right. That shit hurt at me. Bow, like a ton of bricks. But in my eye, it says, you just don't show up and, and ask to be somewhere. You will get embarrassed. 
they have to invite you. I was happy that that confirmed that because that happened way before I even thought about getting initiated or anything. So I had, then I, I would have a, once a month, people would come and do a spiritual, you know, cleaning and get, you know, free readings. They just give a donation and, you know, we'll sell um, stuff from the Botanica at, you know, at a, moderately low price than what they normally have, right? Larry was happy, the owner, because he got to sell some shit. The people that worked behind the register, they were kind of mad because they were like, oh, why is she doing that? Well, everybody's getting paid. So why are you worrying about it? But anyway, so this was the first one I was doing, right? And... The lady, she was like, um, it won't be like yours. Yours is stupid. <laughs> I was like, wow. Right? Now, she said mine was stupid. It won't be like mine. I said, okay. So, here it is. I had it. And I am doing it. And it was a nice turnout. For the first day, I didn't think that many people were coming. Like, it was standing room only. I was really proud of myself. And Angel was like, you should be proud. You should be proud. Of, because, let me go back. I had a vision. And I was like, I went to Angel. He wasn't my godfather then. He was just, you know, another reader in the store. And I was telling him about my vision. He said, maybe you should, you know, make it into reality. Have it. He was like, you know. He said, I'll oversee it. This is your vision. And he was in the room doing readings, but he was listening. You know, he had his goddaughter, Nellie, come and work the table with me because I'd never done it. It was all new. And um, I had on pants, beige, like, you know, and my daughter over there. Like, everyone was there. It was a great thing of supporting from the community. My friend uh, Barney was there. Like, everybody was there. It was a lot of people. E Everybody. And um, that was another thing. Here it is, because they said I would. I, my shit was stupid. Nobody would come. So now it's standing room only. So Amy comes with her guide kids. Kim, this dude, his homeboy. Um, you know, it was a, a few. She had a good 10 people. She comes downstairs. And mind you, I already asked the owner. He said, yo, do it. And no one comes on this day. It was a Sunday. He said, no one comes on this day and we wind up closing at five. So I extended until six and that's it. Okay. She comes. Now, mind you, she ain't supposed to be working. She brings all her God kids, Kim, all of them. Right? And they come in the step. What is she doing? What is she doing? She's a fucking fake. So that reacts to her. Why are you worrying? You're not even supposed to be here. Like, she asked. We gave her the permission. She got a nice turnout. You know, people are coming up buying candles and stuff. Like, she's a fake. And she got her whole crew, a good 10 people with her. Guys and females. She's a fake. I'm going to go down there and fuck her up. Mind you, I don't even know these people. Right? So, Angel hears that. And he runs upstairs. Now they talking Spanish because, you know, Amy's Spanish. And Angel's asking her, what's the problem? 
She, now I had an oil yellow. I don't even know why I wore yellow that day. But I had an oil yellow. She looked like a fucking banana. She's a fake. She shouldn't be there. And she was like, she can look like a banana. She can do all of that. But why are you worried? How is it affecting you? You don't even work on this day. Like, why are you caring? So here comes the lady that told me I couldn't come and my shit is stupid. Now she's coming down there. And right when she comes down, she get hit. Oh, I'm here, my ya. I can't make this up. There used to be this woman that would come into the botanical. Old lady. The same person. She's from Cuba. She used to always tell us these stories of uh, Celia Cruz, Ibae, and different people that was in the religion. I used to just listen because I didn't know none of these people, to be honest. But I would listen to her stories. She would always talk to us, you know, very nice old lady. You know what I'm saying? She wore a lot of jewelry, a lot of medallions and stuff. She used to always talk about her padrino in Cuba. And the women behind the counter used to think she was crazy. Oh, she's crazy. She don't even know what she talk about. She don't have a padrino. She's not initiated in nothing. So she was there, right? She came for support. And she was there. She was, you know, giving me pointers on how to set the table up. She was the one, her and Angel did the flowers and the blue water and the perfume and stuff and the cascadea. She was like, let everybody stop from the back. And work their way to the front of cleaning themselves and stuff, right? So, older lady. She had to be about 60, 65. So, here this woman comes down. And she brings down Yemaya to Misa. Like I tell you, I don't know. This is all new to me. <laughs> She's like, I'm Yemaya. Y'all all cursed. <laughs> y'all cursed. That's why I met Angie. She told Angie, Angie was die. She said, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. And then she starts speaking in Spanish about all this. Now, I tell you about this old lady that would, uh, and mind you, Amy and her crew, her 10 people, are on the step watching this, laughing at her telling the people that they're going to die. And now, catch the catch. You're going to die, and the only one that can save you is Amy. <laughs> I'm standing there looking at this like, what the fuck? Right? And in my head, I'm like, yo, I don't know nothing spiritual. I'm learning. But if this shit is right, yo, I'm not going to be a part. Five minutes after me saying that prayer in my head, I can't make this shit up. That little lady that talked about her padrino in Cuba went and got the Florida water. This bitch drunk it. I hate to call her bitch. She's an elder. She drunk it. She put it in her mouth and blew it on her hands. Set fire to her fucking hands. And she started cleaning. Every fucking person this lady said was going to die. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck she said in Spanish. But she turned around and she said, we heard you. She said that in English. She turned around, looked right at me and said, we heard you. And I'm standing there looking like, what? And she started cleaning. Angie and all of them she started cleaning them. She started. She came. She hit the table. Bow, bow, bow. She gave a message. Whoever was translating, Angel came out. He said, oh, okay. All right. So now, 
catch the shade. She looked at all of them and she said, y'all will be dealt with, but now is not the time. And she dropped, that was it. She gave a message. And later on, you know, I asked Angel, like, yo, what happened? He said, first of all, she was real. Her motto came down. Like, whatever you prayed in your head, her motto heard it to let you know, continue doing it. And I can say I did it for about four months after that. It would be packed. I never had an empty session. People were getting helped. So many people would come, you know, and I did it for about four months. Four months, I would do it. And I'm talking about they tried everything in the book. So, back to that day. So, Amy gets frustrated, huh, her people, and they go upstairs. Kim, all of them, right? Ah, this game mentality, these bullies, these, all that. So, now we got grown men. We got women that's, oh, when I see I'm going to fuck her up. That game mentality. This shit is aggravating. So anyway, <clears throat> the next day, my nephew Dana and them. Because, see, nobody didn't know me. Like, you know, they just knew me in uh, Botanica. That was it. My family didn't come up there. You know, my kids didn't come up there. Nobody didn't come up there to sit with me or anything like that. I'm at work, first of all. I'm making money. Your ass should be somewhere making money, not being in my business. So my nephew and them come up, and the dude... That was with um, Amy and them. So he walks in. And my nephew was like, yo, that's him. Now, mind you, Dana's fucking huge. And Sean and all of them. And um, he said, yo, player, let me talk to you. <laughs> and the guy was like, what? He said, no, no, no. He said, let me talk to you. He said, come here. He said, you see that lady right there? He said, yo, that's my aunt. He said, it's a lot of us. He said, we're everywhere. He said, now, if she did something to you, do you know her? Did she do? He said, no, my godmother don't like her. He said, I don't know about that. He said, but I'm going to tell you this. That's a woman. You're a man. You ain't going to put your hands on her. See, I'm a man, and I'm going to come up here. He said, now, you got a choice. You can be carried out this motherfucker, or you can walk out and mind your business. Because I'm not into that, that whatever shit y'all doing. But that's my aunt. And she leaves out of here, she better not have a pen of any kind of pain. He said, because then we coming for you. And said his address. And the guy was like, what? Now, the backstory was, he was so dedicated, he hit the lotto, they milked him for all his money. But anyway, so I see Kim. She worked in the eyeglass place. And I'm standing there looking at her, and I said, it's not worth it. Her life was miserable. <laughs> I was like, her life is already miserable. I don't, I don't even need to care. I didn't. I saw this chick fall to the bottom. You trying to destroy people, and your life is fucked up. Lo and behold, everybody that she had, like, they would stand there, be, at, be out my door, because we all had our own little rooms. Yeah, we're going to get that bitch when she leave here. Watch, watch. I would open the door and be like, all y'all have to do is make one attempt. That's it. I'm not going nowhere. Oh, we ain't talking about you. Oh, I'm just letting you know. Because <laughs> I, I, I used to sit out there with them and be like, okay. So they weren't ready for that mentality. Because usually everybody else that was working there, they would fold up and run and leave. But anyway, 
Back to the lady. She brung down her Yemaya, she said, and to tell all these people they were going to die and that the only one can save them is Amy. And the older lady, she came. I think her name was Myra. Myra? Myra? No, it was Myra in there, something like that. Elma, 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 Elma. But, yo, she was a beast, for real. And um, so once it was over, me and Angel was talking and stuff. He said, I don't know what you said, but they, her mother really heard you. They came. Did it for four months. But that day, right, Amy and them, and the, the next day for her godson. and um, So she went to the owner. She told the owner. Either she go or I go. Because she has a demon in her. Larry is about money. He wasn't about nothing else. He didn't give a fuck what you was initiated in. He wanted his money. He said, well, unless that demon stopped bringing money in the shop, I ain't letting her go. Now, you can either find you a program or something to do, or you go ahead. He said, because she's bringing people, people, new customers, people that never been here. So she started, right? No shade. I wasn't mad. She started where she would charge $250 to go to the ocean in Far Rockaway and get initiated into Yamaya. And she had... Two vans for $250 a person. She got like 30 people. They would go and be initiated into Yamaya. And one day, Michelle and them bleeding, come back. Their blood was, oh my God, man. They were bleeding. Uh, the girl, I forget her name. She had a hysterectomy. Um, one, somebody almost drowned. Cause she was taking them at night. Going to initiate them into Yamaya. And all I asked was one question. I said, who's initiating? That's going here and y'all all getting initiated into Yamaya. She said, nobody. I said, oh. So I, it became the gang mentality. Shut her down. Get rid of her. She's a demon. She doesn't know. I just asked a question. Now I was the enemy of the state. People used to always say, well, why don't you leave? Because man didn't put me here. Spirit did. And when it's time, I leave. And when it was time, I left. With no remorse. No problems. No nothing. I left. And they would be so mad. Oh. She's doing this to us. She's taking our customers. They would send people to drop pilot in front of my store. I would laugh my ass off. Man, I would just laugh. We closed her down. No. Spirit told me it was time for me to go. I left. You know? And it's okay. <laughs> it's cool. I didn't, it didn't stop. Now I just have more freedom to do more stuff. But are you serious? And they were just, but that gang mentality, the gang mentality was amazing. To bully people because they don't want to follow what you follow. 
They don't want to do what you do. People are born with their own mind, their own train of thought. Now, we're not talking about the sheep. The ones that go all over the fucking place. That hear from here and here and here and here and here. And then they come back to you like, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Who you heard it from? Well, I heard it from this person, but then somebody else. I, I don't know how to do confusion. So, figure it out. You know? But when you correct them, now they want to make you into the bully. But this is not that conversation. If you're going to get help from 12 different people, I know a few. I know even a sister now. She go all over the fucking place. All over the place. Where people be like, hey, did you speak to her? Or is she helping you? Are you helping her? Nope. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. She hit me up and asked me something. I said, uh-uh. I said, everybody called me Madrina. Or Godmother. I said, that's cool. I don't, you know. I know how I put bees on. I know who who the ceremony I gave to. It was like, uh-uh. You know, you ask me, I'm going to tell you. Nope, that's not my godchild. Mm-mm. I said, he see me as a godmother, and I, I respect that. You know? But, um, no, no. Oh, because they're over here, and they're over here, and they're over here, and they're over here. And some of them even use my name to get in the door. Hey, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm with E5 Bayo. And they'd be like, oh, that's nice. And they were like, um, yeah, I'm with E5 Bayo. And, uh, can you, um, can you show me how, what you do, you know? And this is where the red flags come in at because, you know, and the coaching signs, because they're like, wait, E5 Bayo teach a class and E5 Bayo, like, is hands on. So, why are you over here? Hence, that's why I said it's going to be a country, you know, a contradiction. Well, why are you over here? Let me investigate. Let me ask. So when they do that, and I tell them, nope, that person ain't with me. Uh, then I'm a hater. I'm a hater then. Oh, she's hating on me. Why? You try to use my name to get in the door. True story. This person... <laughs> Wait, hit people's inbox up and be like, oh, but you got to know me. E5Bayo is my god sister. How you use my name to get, but I love it because the ruler told me, don't ever tell no one <laughs> that, oh, tell them E5Bayo sent you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because from you giving that one little bit of permission, they use that everywhere to get into doors where they will embarrass you and then drag your name. So I don't do that. I will hit the person up and say, hey, this person wants to connect with you. Can you help them? They're in your city. Do you have space and availability? And if they say, yeah, I put them in a the chat room and I bow out gracefully, change each other's, you know, exchange numbers and I bow gracefully. There's no one saying, oh, well, Eva Abeo sent me. No, I didn't. Because, see, when you come and ask, did, did I hit you up? No. So I didn't send them. So don't believe that. Or, you know, hey, I know you got God kids. Yeah. Is this your? No, not at all. Uh-uh. Oh, wow. So it doesn't make me look bad. It makes you look bad. But then when you're corrected, you're a bully. I'm a bully. Or, oh, she's a hater. No. Stop using 
shit to get you into a door. Like I said, it's a contradiction. Don't get twisted, you know? Because uh, I want this conversation to be had. Because people will. People will try, not even try, people are doing this as we speak. You know, you have to, you have to do what I say do. I ain't, the only thing I got to fucking do is stay black and alive. That's it. I don't, I don't know about you. If it does not feel right, I know how to remove myself. These in your window conversations, these I'm better than you. I know more than you. And I'm like, okay, all right, let me move out your way then. I'm not here to hate on you. I'm not here to do nothing. If it doesn't feel right for me, I'm not doing it. Okay. And I'm going to move on. Money doesn't move me. I've seen a lot of money. Even was in a room touching a lot of money. No people that got fucking more money than longer than train smoke. Still doesn't move me. Those people still have the same fucking problems we have. Broke people and rich people. Only thing is, they can hide theirs better. That's the only thing I got out of it. They know how to hide their shit better. Because they'll buy pretty something and have you looking over there instead of looking at the problem that we all have in common. Doesn't matter how much money you got. Yo ass black, you still gonna get treated like a nigga. Oprah showed y'all that. Yo ass is, what, you ain't white, they still gonna, even white people, they have problems. They kids are fucking kleptos. And the first thing you'll say, man, I remember meeting this lady, man. Oh, my goodness. She has so much money. You got all this money and your kids still go in the goddamn store and steal. Because they want attention. Regular people. That's it. The only thing that changes their money status. Regular people. These kids are raising themselves. My kids got into, when we moved to Atlanta, they got with the trench coat mafia. It was just kids that were... Bucking against people that's in authority. They didn't, they wasn't shooting up the school in Atlanta, but they wore their trench coats and they didn't want to deal with authority. Really, and when I saw them, I said, they're just looking for attention from their parents. Their mothers are over in Aspen and the fathers are over here in Europe making business deals and the nanny is raising the kids. The driver and the nanny know more about the kids than the parents do. So what they gonna do? They gonna act out to try to get attention because they know when they fuck up, their parents have to come, not the nanny and the driver. So it's just regular, the same thing as black folks and people that live in low-income areas. We act out because we want attention, be it good, bad, or a difference. We want attention. We lacked it when we were young, so now it's even worse as adults, and it look even scarier and stupider. So, still same fucking problems. Only thing is rich people know how to hide it better. That's all. That's it. Because they, they'll have you looking over here instead of looking at the real problem. That's all. That's it. Don't come for me, because I know how to come back. Anyway, you have these, these people, man, that will just try to treat you like you're garbage. Because you don't want to follow them. And for the people that, in real life, you ready to curse a motherfucker out, go at them, but on social media, now you're a punk. You don't want to say nothing because you don't want to lose likes and followings. And you know, you don't want to be labeled as controversy. And, you know, you don't want to be embarrassed because, listen, they still talking about you. They talk about you in real life and on social media. So what's the problem? 
What's the problem? What's the difference between then and now? They still talk about you. And you're going to lose likes. Shit. I was at 18,000. Now I'm at 15. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I'm good with that. And I blocked so many people. I'm good with that. I was good with being uninvited to places. Oh, well, you know, just recently. Oh, well, we saw all the stuff that was going on. We don't want the controversy. So, oh, that's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But it opened up doors for me to be other places and to do other things. So I didn't have to worry about that. So I was grateful. I was. I was grateful. I was like, thank you. So now what? They may have meant it for bad, but it turned out as a blessing in my favor. So I'm forever grateful for those that, you know, thought they was going to bully me forever or thought that you would be in the darkness. When the spirit opened up the door and shined the light, baby, oh, you see everything, the dirt, the cracks, the crookedness, you see all that shit. And you be sitting there saying, I was worried about you? You? What? I'm going to argue with you? Rent center? Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to argue with you? No life? Fuck out of here. I'm going to argue with you. And no one likes you? Fuck out of here. I'm going to argue with you. You put up a facade that you have it. You don't have nothing. But when the darkness, and you're in the darkness, and these people, you'll feel they have more powerful, they're more this, they're more that, because they have years, or they have, they took pictures with people, or they know somebody, or they have a big following. Okay, and remember David killed Goliath. Regular little boy with a slingshot. Not a gun, not an arrow, not a pit for it. Just a slingshot. Because he had favor. The walls of Jericho came down because they had favor. And yeah, I'm using Bible terms. Faith and everything else moves mountains. Bullies will be exposed. There's no more of that shit no more. Ain't nobody being that no more. You seen what the brother did? We walking up in churches fucking people up. Stop. It's no more. If you are a bully, yo, change your shit. If you're being bullied, you have a voice. Say something. Say something. Now, I'm not talking about she did a video and she spoke about baby daddies and my, my baby daddy is that way, so I feel bullied. No, stop. Go get a grip. Go get a grip. We ain't talking about your ass. Sit down. You want attention. And this is not the time. I'm talking about people that are being bullied to say, you can't go nowhere else. You only can come and see me. You are only, you have to do this. You better do this or you will die in seven days. Get the fuck out of here. You have to sleep with me. All God kids sleep with their godfather and their godmother. Oh, the spirit told me that you have to give me head because. No, no, no. No. You have to worship Oshun the way I worship Oshun. What? Get out of here. You have to do this. Show me an Odu. What? Shut up. That's it. That's all. You have a voice. Speak up. If it's uncomfortable, let it be known. 
You don't have to. And it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Excuse me, please. No disrespect. But this what you're doing makes me feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to remove myself. Thank you. But see, people don't want you to do that. You know why? Because then when you leave, the money leaves. Oh, I don't want to lose that ka-ching-ching. Uh-uh. People feel like once they pay you, they own you. Or once you are in their pocket, they own you. You don't own me. First of all, be very leery. Let me give y'all a wake-up call. Be very leery of us ghetto black motherfuckers. We already been through the master's touch. We ain't trying to go back, us southerners. We ain't trying to go back. We will set your fucking bed on fire with you in it. Don't do that. We not doing that. Please don't. Don't do that. Back up slowly. Leave these people alone. If they, you know, you build a friendship, you build up communication, comprehending, letting people know from the door, this is how you do. Okay, great. They can either accept it or reject it. But what they're not going to do is be threatened to be bombarded. And listen, the spiritual community, the true spiritual community is not like that. We Y'all focusing on the little trickle people that run around in the fucking hamster wheel. The ones that threaten everybody. Spiritual community don't threaten you. They enhance you. They encourage you. They teach you. They educate you. They uplift you. That's what the spiritual community does. These motherfuckers that got these little sub little circles, they're the problem. They're the problem. Instead of branching out going to help, they're hurting. That's it, if you want to be honest. But the spiritual community on how it was, I'm not going to take away from the ancestors and all of them because... What they started is what is being continued. But we get led astray from likes and materialistic shit, and we forget the very essence on why we started. So we go over there, and we see the shiny coin, knowing that the coin is fucking fake. It's a wood nickel when we should be over here with the collective doing what was called for us to do. How about that? So today, I want you to write how you see the spiritual community. Be honest. Because we can't fix anything if we don't know the problem. We can't solve no solutions. We can't have none if we don't know the problem. So today, I want you, everyone that is listening to this, I want you to write how you see the spiritual community. Be honest. If you see them as a bunch of fuck-ups, a bunch of thieves, if you see them as highly angelic beings, however you see the spiritual community, write it. We're not looking at wording. And you can hit my inbox, Ifai Bayo 53 on Instagram, Ifai Bayo on Facebook, and you can write me to say, this is how I see the spiritual community. I won't post it. I won't, unless you say, yo, you can post it, but I won't post it because now we know what we can work on. And be honest, be honest, be brutally honest. This is the time where you can voice how you feel. Be honest. Because we can't fix what we don't know what's broken. I love you all. Catch me tonight on Conversations with E5 Bayo.